like learning. So, so they're like eating spaghetti with their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Those and are my kind of people. I mean, Can't like anything be figure food if you try hard enough. That's right. <laughs> Theoretically, yeah. Danny, what's the latest thing you ate as finger food? Period. Just in general. Uh, probably pizza. Yeah. Well, that's the. It's you know what? I bet. laid that one up. Mm-hmm. I laid that. What's the latest thing you ate as finger food that wasn't pizza? Uh, I don't know. I probably had a charcuterie board recently. Ooh, nice, nice. Did you watch Hard Knocks this year? No, I don't Ooh. typically watch Hard Knocks. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, then th- that joke's not going to hit. I'll just move on. Chase, what about you? What's the latest thing you ate that was finger food that's not pizza? You can't say pizza. Uh, does a granola bar count? Sure. Mm. I had well, one of I'll accept that. Like half an hour it's ago. It's a little boring, but I'll accept that. Yeah, Jen? No, you, uh, this is not going to surprise you. Maybe salad. You Wait, salad as a finger yeah, food? Yeah, let's start eating. Wait. It's easier. I don't have to use a fork. And I Stop. Don't you don't actually dressing. eat salad with your hand. Yeah. I just. No, you do doing don't. like an unwich? Like Stop. It's like, it's like the like lettuce is yeah. the sandwich. Stop. A little feta cheese. Little lettuce wrap. It's good. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's like a lettuce wrap. I've known you for more than a decade now. Is this a normal thing? I just start. I just stopped. Basically. For those listening, this is real. Like this is a real revelation to me. I did not know this. You don't eat salad with your hands. I, I just. I don't put salad dressing on it normally because then it gets real wilty. And so then I just figured like I don't really need a fork. There's no salad dressing on it. You legitimately <laughs> eat salad. Yeah. With your hands. Yeah. Well, that's weird. My answer. Um, oh, I had. You know, last night I had uh, like. Mozzarella cheese, you know, like buffalo mozzarella, right? Like a big ball of mozzarella yep, cheese. Yep, yep. Buffalo, I, I said it like that because it seems like that's what like a foodie would say. Um, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, so, welcome back to everyone listening. Welcome back to the three of you joining me around the table. This is um, easily probably the most emotional and, and, and our favorite podcast to do every year. This year is obviously the easy answer because I don't know that we've done one since we did this again last year. Uh, the last one we did was episode 99, and it was the Tap House preview. I don't remember when oh, we wow. published it. Oh, wow. so, so how perfect that episode 100. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth, beer, and consequences folks have been making fun of us that we stopped right before 100. <laughs> well, we did that on purpose oh, just for them to make fun of us. Mm. Okay. They're always uh, looking for excuses. <laughs> Excuses to make fun of us or just excuses to say something about us? Uh, both. Yes. Yeah. I saw them uh, last week, thir- uh, Thursday, I think. It was good to see them. They're yeah, good folks. We, we appreciate them. I had a good um, phone call with Marco the other day. And that's awesome. Um, so here we are, episode 100, and it's our five-year anniversary. So by average, we average 20 episodes a year, but that's <laughs> 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 certainly not accurate. Um, and... Uh, it's a, it's a, it's exciting. I, what, what word would you guys use? How, as you said here today. Tired. So, yeah, tired. 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 Well, well, exhausting would be another one, right? Yeah. Um, I think the last year has been um, our most challenging for a lot of reasons. And, and that's not, I say challenging, not so much in a very negative way, but just in a, a, a very realistic way, right? Like, um, I think challenging in your first year or two as a business looks a hell of a lot different than challenging in year five, right? Mm-hmm. Challenging in year one and two means like, man, we're a small business. It's challenging. Like, man, we just hope to make it through. Challenging in year five, we're still a small business, but it's not that we're hoping to make it through. We're just hoping to continue to do what we do at an elevated level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the difference between teaching and coaching. Like, when you're teaching someone to swim, like, you're just trying to get them afloat. Um, now that we know how to swim, we're trying to swim faster, and it's harder and harder every year. You're almost uh, – you're speaking like a, like a business development guy over there, Dan. Mm-hmm, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. Um, but I, I'm curious to get into it. Um, so, for those uh, that are listening, I've got Jen to my right. I've got Chase that I'm standing at or, or staring at across the table. I, I may or may not have just taken, like, I don't know, four ounces of absinthe out of a glass to the dome here. So, um, I felt that in my stomach watching <laughs> you do it. I'm saving my drink. Um, but I did, <laughs> to be fair, I did come from a meeting in which we were uh, enjoying you betchas at an account. So um, 
so always a Sonder guy through and through. Uh, but as we sit here ready for the podcast, I wanted to make sure that we were fully good and warmed up for the podcast. So I did have absence. So I apologize if uh, my words came off a little weird there. Chase, you're across the table from me. Yeah. And then I've got Danny to my left. And I just want to hear from each of you guys as we, as we talk through this with our listeners, especially given the fact that um, it's, been, it's been eight plus months since we've been able to communicate with anyone via the mics here. Uh, and a lot of that is, is our time, as we've talked about many times. A lot of that is also the fact that, that we want to make sure that, that we have the right information to share and that, that we're sharing relevant information with everyone. So, Jen, let's just start with you here to my right. So, as we sit here uh, going into our five-year anniversary, so we are, uh, as it sits here, 15 or so hours away from our next bottle release. Um, as the people listen to this, it will have already happened. Um, going into this, how are you feeling? What is this? What is this like for you? Everything we've experienced for five years, but also for the last year, and now um, leaning into this a little bit. Um, where, where's your head at? Uh, I feel like what you said about this year was it was challenging at times. It was a bit like kind of like trudging through the mud kind of like uh why do you what what, what elaborate I, on that for, the, for our like, listeners what do you mean by that um, i would agree uh, with you like but con, like construction project well yep. we've had one of those under our belts already so we feel like we kind of knew what to expect but at the same time again it's like oh my gosh how come this cannot happen faster or well, how come this can't get done like, right just like we've we've already been through this once why are we you know but it's not that it was our fault or anything, but um, I just feel like there were a lot of things that came up, growing pains, so to speak, yep. that we hadn't experienced at this magnitude in a while, like in a while, probably since the first year or two that we were open. And so it was yep. all about almost like just looking back and then also like, okay, let's get through this. Let's get through this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Some challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Chase, what about you? Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm really tired. Um, just just how you're feeling going into tomorrow? So we're oh I'm excited. You know, you know we're 15, 18 hours away from our our yeah. next bottle release, our next anniversary. Yep. Um, we've had a lot of changes uh, again, which um, both to our team and and to our strategy. We'll get into that a little bit more, but but just just generally speaking how you're feeling sitting across the table from me i said that accurately um <laughs> this time uh right now uh, i feel excited for tomorrow uh it's been it's been a long year this is the most beer we've uh, produced so you know during our peak times we were trying to push out 800 barrels a month and usually we're quite a bit slower this time of the year we've haven't really slowed down a whole lot so going into the anniversary party, um, you know, still chugging along with our with our core production, and then you know being toppled with the anniversary with all the beer releases is is challenging. Um, but I'm really excited for tomorrow. I'm really excited for uh, the beers we have. Uh, they're all tasting really great. I'm excited to share those tomorrow and get people's opinions on them. Which one are you most excited about? Ooh, um, you know, I'm not a frosted guy, but I, I, we've it's been. A year, maybe since two, almost two. It'll be two yeah. in February. Oh, wow. oh that's crazy. Years. We talked about that yesterday. How long has it been? Yeah. We didn't release one for our last anniversary. Said, nope. No, no, no. Wow. we've gotten like all the way out of it. Fe- uh, wow. February 2022 was our last release of Frosted. Cherry Crumble or Root Beer? Um, um, no, fr- our last Frosted was, uh, was it Chocolate Cherry. Oh, oh that's right. Valentine's that's Day right. 2022. That. That's right. I was trying yeah. to think about. I was trying to rack my brain around that too. Yeah. Um, it felt I, like for a while that we were releasing. Danny, like, you didn't have that ready month. to go? Like I, just I didn't. Did no. that. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. That's, we we that's did. Crazy. I got a sample a little bit of it yesterday and today. Yeah. And, uh, of chocolate cherry or of no, our new ones? No, no, not chocolate cherry, no. <laughs> the new ones. Um, but if great. you have a chocolate cherry one, please bring it back to us. We would like it back. Which one are you more excited <laughs> about, Chase? Um, I thought I would be more excited about the kiwi guava. Um, but I actually like the, uh, the cherry cobbler. Okay. Um, it's kind of. Tart cherry um, cobbler comes through at the end. Uh, the aroma is fantastic on it. Yeah. Um, it was fun using the new tanks, the mm-hmm. little 15-barrel tanks for these guys. Uh, that kind of throws in some challenges um, on, on their own. But 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for the uh, the frosted. Um, I will say though, I will probably start off drinking the grapefruit boss though, because mm. that's that's very tasty as well. And that was fun to squeeze the grapefruits and, and get I, that prep. I feel like you had to do that to me on purpose um, because that's the only one I haven't tried yet. And I saw <laughs> the grapefruit like, boss. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which boss is on record, obviously my favorite beer of all yeah. time. And then yeah. the, um, the fact that we have grapefruit and then you just like, you know, hey, um, this is my favorite. <laughs> hey, Justin, what do you think, pal? It's on tap uh, 25 down there. So perfect. So Actually, perfect. I was going to try to grab you all and try to go through and taste every single beer, but. Ran out of time. Just Does it have a uh, yeah, hue to it? Like, what's the color on it? Uh, it didn't pick up a lot of color, oh, actually. Really? Yeah, so I used, um, so it's a, it's a single keg infusion, so it's 15 and a half gallons of base beer, um, uh, freshly squeezed uh, about 10, uh, 10 grapefruits. Mm. Um, so it ended up being about, like, three liters of mm. grapefruit, because I, I ran it through cheesecloth as well. Mm. Um, so surprisingly, it didn't pick up a whole lot of color from it. Um, but it's nice. It's got a little bit more acidity, obviously, from the citric acid from the fruit. Um, that's nice. I'm excited for it. I, I, I hope I hope that as people listen to this, and, and we joke about it being a few people, right? And even if it's a few people, so Chad and I talked about this yesterday. We had a, we had a couple of meetings at the Tap House yesterday, um, or I did, and, and Chad was over there doing some other things. And, and as, as we were coming back, um, we were talking about um, the podcast and what the future holds and um, Danny's new role with the team and, and, and partnering with Chad on that. And, and one of the things that he said that is so true, and, it, and, and the reason I bring this up is what you just said, is if, if from this podcast, if we get three or four listeners a month from this, it, let's say we do one episode a month. I, I don't know what it looks like, by the way. Um, I'm just talking out loud. Um, and we get three or four new listeners a month, even if we get two or one listener a month, that all of a sudden continuously drinks b- Sonder beer, and it's their new favorite beer out of it. And it's an hour of our time a, a, a month or whatever that looks like, two or three. It's probably worth it, right? Um, but but it's, it's not if they don't understand what you just said. And that's why I'm bringing this up. I, I want our listeners and our fans to know that, like, we're not just dumping some grapefruit extract into a keg that you just talked about. How many, how many grapefruits? It was nine or 10, yeah. nine or 10 grapefruits squeezed the juice into the keg. I had gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. I would have preferred if you That's didn't. <laughs> the acidity from the grapefruit had to have just killed any germs, right? That's right. Um, that matters, and that's that's part of that's part of our our five pillars, right? Um, quality, consistency, you know, passion, obviously, um, community responsibility. For those that didn't pipe up there, I was hoping one of you <laughs> would, but it's fine. <laughs> Just teasing. <laughs> uh, but that that matters, and um, particularly for this event as well. Obviously, we're not, and, and any person would know, right? It, it, you know, Lime Voss is a, a huge. Now it's become a, a seasonal for us. We're not squeezing 90,000 limes into a beer, right? There, there are ways that you do that and get that flavor for a mass production. It's all natural. But it is all natural. Thank you for saying that. But when, but when, we, do a, when we do these anniversary parties, which is meant for our community and for our people who love us, and they come in and we have one or two kegs like this, we are, it's a passion project. But it's also a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'm glad you said you're tired. I'm not glad that you're tired, but I'm glad that you shared that with everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because every year... It's funny. I, I feel like all of us um, feel like um, the larger maybe we get or the, or the more we grow as a company that the less tired we might feel. But I just feel like it's the opposite. Like, yeah. I just feel more tired every year. Um, <laughs> yes, but, but to say that going into tomorrow, all of that tiredness sort of is lifted off of you, at least absolutely. for one day. Because you see people who were here on day one. You see people who have come in once a month. You see some people who have only come once a year but then you see new people yep and they try the beers and they love the beers and everyone's happy and you just feel like your team is loving it and it's just a celebration and it is a moment where that heaviness or things that we've been through just kind of lifted and just you realize like this is really fun well that that that, you're right and that that tiredness almost morphs itself into energy yeah um 
come anniversary day. You mentioned team. Uh, let's talk really quickly about that. Um, so in the past year or so, um, I don't remember exactly, Danny, when we did the, the Tap House podcast, so I'm just going to act as if. I don't recall either. <laughs> it feels like it was early last year. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, let's just act as if it's been a year, right? Um, and I'm sure um, our loyal and avid fans will let us know mm-hmm. how long it's actually been, and that's okay. But uh, in the past year, um, we've had Adam Mills, who is um, now um, on your team, Chase, as sort of a, one of your one of your right and left hands there on your production team and, and just fits right in with your production team. Um, he has added an extra layer of talent and ability um, mm-hmm. to your team. Absolutely. Um, we've we've seen the elevation of all of your team, right? Yeah. Um, Sam is somebody I think of right away, right? Yep. Sam has has gone from somebody who was sort of on the packaging line, was a, li- a delivery, delivery guy, driver, yeah. um, and 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 now all of a sudden is a key member of your team. Yep. Right, and we could go down the list, right? We could talk yeah. about we could talk about all of them. Austin, yeah. Um, you know, Matt, Jeff, yeah. Uh, go down the list, yeah. Dylan, right. Yeah. Todd, Todd and Logan are new, both new, brewers, new to the yeah. team since since we've talked. Yep. Um, who am I missing? Who, who, I feel like, is there anybody else I'm missing there? I, I'm not sure. Uh, um, I think you hit them all. Yeah, but, but, but your team, uh, especially, the reason, I, the reason I highlight that right now is, is um, for a lot of these guys, it's their first time like kind of experiencing that rush of anniversary party. Yeah, I think Sam's on the fence, but I think everybody else is coming. So, yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. It's, uh, it's, it's always a day where most of our team is here, and, yeah. and you kind of get that sense when they're here. that yeah. it, it, We use the term Sonder family not loosely. It's real. Yeah. It's, um, it's part of it. Um, so pretty excited, about, pretty excited about what we're getting out of that and, and what, what continues to come from that. And, and here's the wild thing. Um, I'm watching your eyes as I say this. Um, we're not too far off from, from that team being – 25 to 30 percent larger which is pretty exciting yeah that'd be sweet uh, yeah uh jen uh exciting changes on your team in the last year so we can start with uh the obvious most um pink elephant in the room which is danny uh pnp moving over into um a business development role um i know you're sad to see him exit um the air quotes marketing team but a little bit yeah. of everything he'll be doing um and uh moving into it's for ease it's on chad's team of the sales team but danny really for what you'll be doing i'm curious to get your take as we run into this anniversary party um it's not a farewell it's a see you later i think um <laughs> on the podcast um and whatever that looks like, um, obviously, will always be a part of everything we're doing on the media and marketing side of Sonder, helping us launch what we've done and what we'll be doing. But talk a little bit about how you're feeling going into year five or going into year six, excuse me, um, into your new role of director of business development and, and, and where your head's at with that. Yeah, it's it's new so i don't quite know what the day-to-day is going to look like but i think i'm just committed to uh growing the bottom line is the thing that i'm the most committed to um you know helping people with research projects um being more um you know proactive instead of reactive from a numbers perspective us having the most amount of knowledge we can have when we're making decisions um you know i'm leaving the marketing team but i will be working probably an equal amount with them moving forward um, you know, in my own process, um, helping our sales team sell more beer, um, you know, really digging my teeth into where they've already been successful and how can we grow that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just going to be a, a mixed bag of things to be working with, um, you know, marketing on how we're spending our money moving forward, um, sales on helping them grow their uh, current accounts and current business. Um, and then working with our taproom team, just doing the same thing. You know, any any hypotheses that um, Haley, Tyler, or any of those folks have about what's working and what's not, hopefully I can look into that and help them make educated decisions with numbers, um, you know, continuing the great job that all of our staff has done. Um, I just want to be the exclamation point, um, you know, help folks uh, do what they do best. 
That's pretty good. Uh, the, being the exclamation point is... Uh, I stole that from Justin Tucker. Oh, man, I was, gonna, I was, I'm, I was about <laughs> yeah. to say I'm going to steal that from you. Yeah, that was, it was a great quote from him. Uh, he hit a game-winning field goal a couple weeks ago and gave a speech to the team where uh, they're the paragraph, they're the story, the kicking team is merely, uh, they get to be the exclamation point uh, when given the opportunity, and that's what I'm hoping to do in my new role. That's awesome. Um, and, and for those that obviously we, we have not shared this broadly, this is we always talk about on Sonder Stories that for those that, that do listen and, and are fans of us, that you get a little bit of an inside scoop. And, and for those listening, um, this is just the next chapter in Danny's story um, as it pertains to what we are. Um, I will be very transparent that um, – Jen has been incredibly grateful and thankful and happy and excited for everything Danny has done. And, and I think when we first started having these conversations, Jen, I think it's fair to say um, that it was probably one of those things where you were like, um, what are we going to do? Right. And, and that's not, uh, that's not any, any reflection of, of us as a company. It's more so um, a compliment to Danny and, and what he's done with us and with our team and with our company Danny, you were, um, I went back and looked. Um, if you take away hourly team members, so if you take away what would be um, any part-time delivery drivers or part-time bartenders, you were a third hire as a company. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. I knew I was up there. Uh, Luke and then Jess. 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 Uh, yeah. Jess was hourly. Oh, she was. She was hourly. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, Andrew O'Brien uh, oh, yeah. would have been the second mm. um, as a sales team member. Right, um, and right. then you and... Um, so I'm the most tenured. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you and Brad were within yep, the same week. Yep. Um, oh, really? Okay, yeah. I didn't so, know that. So we brought Brad on, obviously, as well um, in, a, in a sales position. But um, everybody else at the time was, was hourly team members. As um, we continue to do this podcast every year, I, I still sit here and I'm like... God, that feels like it was so long ago, but other times it doesn't. Absolutely. I have to, like, put it – I have to, like, do a trick on my brain and, like, think about, like, how my role changed from year to year for me to, like, break into, like, how how long it's truly been. Because what I'm doing now is vastly different from what I was doing uh, almost five years ago. Um, but that's a – but the, and, and sorry to cut you off, but that's a, a true testimony to you as – a team member for us, as a friend to all of us, as a family member to all of us, and also where we're going because um, you're 100% right. So when I remember um, when we were in construction, I remember Jen and I meeting with you at Flip Daddy's. Mm-hmm. Where I basically pitched my job to you guys. <laughs> it was like kind of an interview, but more, it felt like more of a pitch to me. Like I created a deck, like, hey, here's what I think I can do. Absolutely. Um, I, I remember that meeting fondly. And it's, it's, I, I think of it fondly as well. Um, I'm glad you used that word because for me, looking back, I think for both Jen and I, we didn't know what help Jen needed for mm-hmm. her team, right? We didn't know what that looked like. And and I think it's fair to say, um, and this is no um, negative comment or or any negative connotation at all. I think it's fair to say that every single day we still are learning what the roles of each department of our team look like, mm-hmm. Right. Um, when you look at the grand scheme of things, you look at companies that have been around for decades all the way to centuries, right? You look at companies that have been around forever, and, and especially today, the way companies change daily, hourly, yearly, whatever that looks like. Um, we are, I, I feel we do a pretty good job within our industry of being flexible within that. But the way that, the way that you pitched it or we viewed it that day is wildly different than than the, the position that we have now um, been reaching out and interviewing for folks to backfill your position, which mm-hmm. we're excited that we've made that offer. Um, and, and that person hopefully will be joining our team soon. Um, and and I'm, I fully trust Jen's leadership within that department to do that. Um, but even the way that, to your point, the way that you started the position – going all the way through the ebbs and flows of the podcast to all the different social media and all the ways that, you know, bringing Macy onto the team, an incredibly talented person, bringing different people onto the team and the way that that job has changed. Um, I think, A, it says a lot about you and, and your willingness to just be a part of this family and, and your willingness to 
just step in and be a leader, which is what we're excited about for the next spot. But, but more so just the view of the way that our company has taken each department of our team year in and year out and try to make it the best for our company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that um, there's a buy-in to joining this team, I think, in um, you know, leadership capacities. Um, and it's, re- it's a hard thing to do, but it's fruitful as well. Um, you see it. You're so close to the work. Um, you know, my work is public to everyone that follows our social media every day. I've felt that pressure um, for the last five years. Um, but I know that I'm going back to, like, my wheelhouse of the things that I truly feel like I can hang my hat on in my new role. And I'm passing off a, um, a not a proven product, but, like, a, I feel like I'm passing off. It's established. The, I would the, say it's the, established. The creative side of what I've been doing. Uh, I feel like it's in a really good place, and I'm handing it off to someone that I feel confident will be able to take it and run with it and grow it. Um, I've been transparent um, to anyone who asks, but, like, I I think I'm much better at what I'm going to be doing than what I have been doing. Um, I think our social has been good, and I've liked a lot of the stuff we've done, but I think there's a lot of room to grow it, and I didn't feel like I was the right fit for that. Um, But I think the person we are hiring is uh, very excited to take it to the next level. Well, it's an interesting point you bring up um, because we, we um, the three of us sitting on the um, opposite corners of the table here, um, have talked about and, and still believe very strongly. I'm, I'm confident speaking for you guys in this sense, but we hire people, right? Mm-hmm. We, we bring on people and we'll find the right spot for you. Yeah. Right? I, that was a big conversation that we had a lot when, you know, trying to uh, bring on a content creator and even just coming up with that name. It feels right now um, it, uh, we can teach things, you know, we're, we can teach beer. Um, we can teach various social platforms. We can teach our brand, um, you know, trying to find the right fit in the person that is willing to buy in. And, uh, you know, we're not hiring a quote-unquote leader. This person won't be managing anything, but they will be leading the charge of um, our outward-facing brand to the people that follow us online. Um, so you need a leader mentality for that to take it by the reins and really own it. Um, so I'm excited for that. Can you give me one thing? I'm putting you on the spot here. Give me one thing in your day-to-day that anybody listening might be able to relate to that you're the most excited about taking over within the company. Ooh, taking over. Uh, or maybe implementing just, it, just anything that, that might be changing that, that somebody listening could, could say, all right, that makes sense to me. Um, I don't know how tangible it is, but like, I think that I've really built up my storytelling skills over the last five years uh, via media. Uh-huh. But I think I've been doing storytelling via numbers for almost a decade now, and it's what I feel like I'm the best at. Um, so taking hard, tangible black and white numbers from a computer, but then spinning that into um, reasoning for a change or whether it's selling to a box store, whatever it is, um, I think... Uh, Sonder is about stories, obviously. Um, I hope if you're listening to this podcast, you know that. Uh, and I'm ready to take that storytelling aspect to numbers, to a place where we all feel like we can benefit from the things that I'm providing folks. So maybe not as specific as what you were looking for, but... Um, no, it's perfect. I know I'm going to bring value there. It's perfect. It's like I prepped you for that, but I actually didn't. For those listening, like Danny had no idea I was going to ask that question. I've gotten really... I've gotten better off the rip because of this podcast. I've like felt that. That's awesome. Like a lot of, I used to have to like think about it and come up with like what I felt like it was a good answer. But I think in the moment I've been better uh, in meetings, uh, in team settings, just because of this podcast, funny enough. So I'm going to go now from there. um, I'm going to go back around reverse style. Uh, Chase, I have a, as we, as we kind of wrap up here, the anniversary and the year and, what's uh we're gonna look back before we go forward we'll go forward a little bit too but looking back uh do you have a favorite memory of the last year uh to share with anyone and i'm i'm asking both of you by the way i'm gonna ask i'm obviously going to chase here but as he thinks about it jen think about one too i'm gonna give you guys one okay um mine's really easy um and it's 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 pretty recent um, Wait, was it a couple Fridays ago? 
Oh, damn it. I won't take yours. Oh, you go ahead. I've got another one anyways. <laughs> it might be taking yours. But um, mine, uh, it's okay if we have the same one, too. Yeah. Well, we were both there, so. But. Uh, <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, this year's been interesting. So, and I think, I think I'm okay, like, kind of bringing it down a level here for those that listen. But um, when we started this location here in Mason, we're, we're in Mason right now at the tap room. Um, I hope that uh, we're able to accurately portray and be able to get people to buy into our vernacular that what we think is a team, but the tap room is in Mason and our tap house is in Westchester. And, and maybe that changes over time. We'll see. But um, as we were developing production and tap room in Mason, we didn't know anything, man. Like we all had our own things, but we had never started a $6 million brewery from the ground up with production, with construction, with hiring a team that would turn into now, as we sit here today, we're almost 70 employees, by the way, um, which is crazy. That is. Um, we didn't know anything. And so I think, I think largely, you know, this word has a very negative connotation, but it just is what it is. We were very naive to a lot of things. Um, both still am. <laughs> we, we still are. <laughs> but, it, but it's in, in, in a lot of ways, it's, it's blind ambition, right? We all have the same goal. We, we just want to do the best for our team. Being part of this company, nothing has ever been more confirmed that we're all just faking it till you make it. (laughs) We all have our skill sets and we've learned a lot over the years, but like... It turns out once you make it, we just fake the next thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even claiming that we made it, but like... It's so true. There's some faking going on. It's so true. It's so true. Um, And and so I think think in a lot of ways, we, we obviously learned a lot starting this with a construction project. I was pretty naive, I think, uh, going into our tap house project of this isn't that much work. There's a building here, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Four months later, yeah, we, uh, it's uh, six months later, eight months yeah. later, right? And 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 so um, we actually, for those that don't know, and I'm okay sharing this, we um, had our legal team vetting everything. We were negotiating with attorneys and realtors and everybody else. Our first meeting with. Um, what would actually become our future landlords was in July of 2022. Mm. Um, Crazy. And we negotiated back and forth until December. Um, And uh, at about that same time, Bass Pro announced that they were coming in and and a lot of really good things happened, right? We signed our lease in January of 2023. Um, We went through permitting and we finally broke ground in April. And um, we had what we felt was a pretty solid plan with, uh, with our future landlords, who have been great, by the way. Our, our landlords have been great to us. And I just want that. For anybody that's listening to know, like, our landlords over in Westchester have been um, gracious to us. Uh, they have been active in, in trying to make sure that, that we get open and we do things the right way. And so I just want that to be very clear. This is not about our landlords. Um, it's a obvi- uh, we've talked about this. We, that that project is different than this. We don't own it. We're leasing it. Uh, but the construction project has taken longer than we anticipated. Um, a lot of that is is out of our control. It's out of our general contractor's control. Um, some of it is in local government, um, which we've been trying to work with. Um, the long and short of it is, um, we should have been open a long time ago. We're not, but we're close, and we have we've finally had movement. Um. And that has put um, somewhat of a dark cloud, I think, uh, in my mental state over, like, man, it's like, why, why aren't we open yet? I, I, we should have been open. We, uh, this has been open. This has been, this place, start, Bass Pro, started three months after us, and they're about to open, right? Like, <laughs> now, granted, they're working 24-hour shifts, and it's different <laughs> money, right? They're not small business. Um, but I say all of that to say that a couple of weeks ago, um, Chase, after all of your hard work and working, um, that you owned all of this. You you owned and managed the draft system over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that day that we poured our first beer out of that tap, even though we're not open yet, mm-hmm. there was beer coming out of that tap, and we enjoyed it together. And by the way, it was accompanied by cheese curds that we will be yes. serving to our consumers. That people, <laughs> people are going to come in for the cheese curds. I'm serious about this. If any of you are listening, uh, 
they're straight out of Wisconsin. The story is incredible. The owner of the company went to high school with Chase and Haley. Mm-hmm. Um, we're the only place in Cincinnati that's going to serve them. We're not giving up the name and ownership and anything else to anyone else because we want we want to pay homage to that company, but also uh, be a place that people realize the like they're like people are going to come in for the cheese curds as much as they're going to come in for the beer. Yeah, seriously. But that day we were drinking cheese curds, drinking cheese curds, or <laughs> drinking beer and eating cheese curds. Touche. Absinthe kicked in. Absinthe. <laughs> we were touche. Uh, we were eating the cheese curds and drinking the absinthe or drinking the beer. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, the and it was Oktoberfest, which is what made it even better. Oh yeah, it was Oktoberfest, um, straight out of the taps, with the cheese curds. That day will be something I'll remember for a very long time, probably until we open our next location. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, but was, that, that, day, that day was my favorite day of the year. The murals were painted, yep. which looked awesome. Yep, that's a great point. So yeah. that same day, that same day, um, Macy and Jen were, were literally painting the walls. Yeah. They that that happened. That. Yeah, they, they did. That they did. Great. And I can't wait for our, te- for our, our fans and our consumers to see that. Yeah. I can't wait for them to see the tap lines either and the tile behind <laughs> it. Oh, my gosh. We had a couple of comments on the post that people really liked that. Oh, yeah? yeah the it's tile gorgeous. And, yeah. yeah, I love it. Uh, I always feel like our, um, the tap list at uh, the Mason Tap Room is, like, the focal point. It's, like, the thing that I like featuring in the background of our pictures the most. Sure. Uh, I think having that tile in the background of pictures at Tap House will be cool. Yeah, I completely it's, agree. That's cool. It's, like, a very uh, on-brand green for us. I like the, uh, um, the pattern. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's mine. I gave you some time. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, so if either one of you, or, or, or Danny, you as well, if any of you have uh, one of your favorite memories of the year, that, that's mine. That, that just, just completely sticks out to me. Ooh, and it's I, obviously very couple. personal, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely that's definitely one of my most recent favorite memories is having the team over there and hanging out and uh, enjoying, you know, the fruits and labor that went that have gone into the the tap house thus far. And and by the way, um, I'm I'm buying you a few more minutes here, Chase. Oh I'm talking yeah, about I think about <laughs> by the way, uh, the super cool thing about that is as we've gotten the tap house ready to open. We've had so many people that have been a part of getting it ready to go, which is what makes it cool, right? You had even on production, right? You had uh, your team, right? So you have Matt and Sam, and yesterday Adam was there, and you, you just have multiple team members who are bringing, or driving the truck over, bringing kegs over, loading the cooler. Like, yeah. everybody's just in, mm-hmm. which is what's awesome. Yeah. We, Jen, we talked about you and Macy painting the walls. You know, and, and, and I think about um, Tyler Kuntz, who has um, just worked alongside Haley. I mean, we couldn't even begin to talk about the, the amount of recognition that Haley deserves in, in, in trying to get us to the point to get this open. So um, as, a, as a team, um, it's just been a – it's pretty cool, right? Because as we open this place, I, I guess as we're sitting here in this podcast – I'll be honest, it's all kind of hitting me as I'm talking about it. As we opened this location, there were four or five of us, <laughs> right? As we, opened, yeah. as we opened the tap house, there's 50 of us. Mm-hmm. And everyone has had a part of it. Mm-hmm. I, think about, um, I think about everything I just said, and I think about Danny and, and, and his responsibility in, in marketing that, and Chad. And, you know, Chad had a had – Chad, Chad, had his team had a sales meeting over there months ago just to get his team excited about it yeah. and help carry kegs in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's just so the many people that have been a part of this. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's certainly not to diminish our, you know, as we say, the, as we say the mothership. Yeah. It's not diminishing that, but I really think elevating this next location because of how many people have been a part of it. It's super cool. It's kind of bittersweet for me because I'm not going to be spending really, you know, a whole lot of time over. Well, as a consumer, you will be. As a consumer, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go there and get some cheese curds. But, but yeah, very limited over there for yeah, myself. I, I feel that, yeah. yeah. Jen, what about you? What, are you? what are you thinking as we talk through this? 
that that was definitely a really good day. And I always say, like, it's too bad we have to open this to the public. It's a pretty good clubhouse. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty fun to have it a little like clubhouse. It is like a clubhouse right like now. It's, it's funny. That's true. Clubhouse. That's but, true. Um, but there's been a couple of things that I really enjoyed. Painting the mural over there, painting the mural um, here in our beer garden here. But also, um, I think, two big sales events that we had. Um we're really special for our team. Being in Cincinnati for the first time was huge. Being mm, in Taste of Cincinnati good. for the fir- yeah. first time was huge. Um, I really enjoyed being at Taste of Cincinnati. Uh, that was back in May. Yeah. As the team members came and went and talking to people and just seeing a lot of new people try our beer and how much they love the Hefeweizen, which kind of um, makes sense to us because we love it, but just to see how much mm-hmm. in general people love it. And then... Um, of course, the Western and Southern Open. Um, oh, yeah, that's good. It was huge for our that's brand, good. I think. But just the fact that it was two miles away here in Mason, in our community, and talking. You think it's sort of a foreign thing, but it's really, it's it's old people from Cincinnati that are working there. It, it was great. It was great. It really was. All, all the way down, I mean, and, and everybody felt it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, again, a, a part of that is because we're so close to it proximity wise but I, I would say the other thing for those that and I've mentioned this in the past but in my past life for in the consumer packaged goods realm um, I worked for a top a, a fortune 100 company um, and a company that spends um, hundreds of millions of dollars in marketing and just for context of of what we are able to do here because of the time, talent, and treasures of our team. Um, the company I previously worked for, I, it doesn't matter which of those I'm speaking of. Um, when, I was, when I was managing that budget, uh, we spent about $200 million a year in outside agency spends for creative and design and what you would call shopper marketing and outside marketing, right? We, we don't do any of that because of the talent that we have inside our house. And so while we still work on a skeleton budget and a skeleton team relative to our yeah. revenue and, and, and who we are, um, I think it would, I, I would be remiss, certainly if I didn't say thank you and, 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 and what a great job our team does um, with a with a limited budget and a limited amount of talent and um, in terms of team members, right, right? Right. We do a lot with just three team members currently on our marketing team. Is what I'm getting at. Yep. Um, and and it's all in house. And that I I happen to know what some other breweries in the area and nationally about our size spend, and we're able to do a lot because of all of that being in house. So. Great job to you, Jen. Great job to Danny and, and our team and for what we're able to do, and we're, we're very grateful and thankful for that. Um, I think there's obviously always opportunity for us to continue to get better and continue to, to do that at a different and a higher level. Um, but I, I, I would just – I think I would be remiss if I didn't share that because I think that goes unspoken, right? I think a lot of people just think like, oh – I'll go to paint and I'll make this or I'll go to Photoshop and I'll do this. But it really does take a lot of talent and, and time um, to be able to do what we are able to do because we have the right team. Yeah, we do. We have a great team. I love them. I love all, all of them. I'm excited for our new um, person to start here in the next couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if we're ready to announce her name or not, but um, uh, as we'll do content it later. creator, we'll do it later. I'm excited for that and hopefully another – Maybe a new person in a couple months after that, <laughs> um, and uh, there, there's there. This has been a really good year. I, I know I said earlier it was challenging. Well, it, it was is challenging, challenging, but it's been good. But expanding our market in the state of Ohio was was super exciting, um, and being well received. On top of that, um, another Kings Island beer, which went well. Um, just to see people's excitement there. I, I don't know. Yeah, there have been a lot of. Always a lot of great beers. What about you? Anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this this year has been fun because we've brought on two uh, green brewers, uh, which really 
gives the opportunity for, you know, some of our tenured brewers to really step into these new, you know, positions and roles. So uh, just seeing the production team grow and, you know, I can rely on them as, as well, which is just huge. You know, uh, Matt and Jeff are crushing it with uh, the barrel program. Um, Austin has stepped up a lot um, with just our, our, our normal functioning brewery uh, mechanical wise like you know we're an aging growing uh, brewery and you know our equipment starts to, to fail and we need to stay on our pms and some things are unforeseen that we just have to troubleshoot and what about our air compressor i mean that, that air compressor <laughs> is still partially working uh, hopefully Filter, that part, air compressor yeah, there's water pump yeah everything yeah yeah mechanically Speaking, I'll just not touch that right now, but because that's a sore but, subject. But it might be a sore subject, and I'll let you keep going. But I just want to say publicly on the air for everyone listening, like that's all on you. Yeah, and and it's not. It may or may not be what any of us signed up for, and it's not. It's not actually on you, but the way you wear that matters. And so, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's. I guess this this year has just been seeing my team just just grow. It's been. Great. Um, we've got the uh, two 15-barrel tanks in there as well and the 15-barrel Bright edition, which has been uh, fun. Um, I personally had made some state mis- mistakes with recipes in there uh, that I physically did myself. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking in pounds. and Shout uh, out shout out, uh, Dry Hop Tefeweizen. If you haven't yeah, had it, drink it. Yeah. It's delicious. So that got double the amount of hops that it was supposed to, <laughs> uh, which luckily I think it was it I think it was Matt who was like, man, it's a lot of hops. And then I was like, no, it's 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 normal. It's it's normal dose rate. <laughs> and then like it dawned on me like an hour later, it's like shit. It was supposed to be pounds, and I did kilograms. <laughs> so it's two point two zero four times the amount that it was supposed to be. It's incredible. And it's incredible. like all right, let's not let's not mix this tank anymore and don't bubble it. Just let the hops chill and just <laughs> let it lager. And yeah, it turned out great. I was surprised. Yeah, I like that beer a lot. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Then I, we also did a uh, the double dry hop, which we did hops and uh, high croissant. So I took that on myself because I knew it was going to be a, a little bit of a tricky situation because we don't actually have a dry hop ports on those tanks. So we have to pull the spray <laughs> ball out. And in high croissant, there's just a lot of carbon dioxide being produced. And when you add uh, nucleation sites with the hops, it just likes to gush out at you. And I got covered. Is completely covered with beer and hops, and all my brewers were just like, "Oh, here's the expert doing it." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, next time I schedule a, a dry hop cruise, and I'll, I'll make sure I watch you guys do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so, so that was a lot of fun getting those tanks in. Uh, I'm excited to keep uh, rolling some unique beers out of there because um, you know we've been jamming with our cores and our, you know, I, I would say our main seller, main production area with our 60s and 120 uh, barrel fermenters. Um, and bright tanks, so it's nice oh, to yeah. have these these smaller tanks to do these unique. And I have some recipes written that I really want to, um, you know, get into these tanks and and try them well, out. Well, but well, talk about that. What are a couple that you're excited about? Oh, I mean, mostly just German lagers. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to do a Maybach. Um, that that'd be fun too. So that was that, that was another highlight of this year. Was doing the uh, I think it was this year. I, I'm terrible. With yeah, it was this year. Okay, yeah, doing the uh, the logger voting. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, my, uh, my was it? Was it this year? Was it this year? Wait, no, what are log- we talking about? The logger, the logger voting, voting was last well, it was the, it was the end of last year, but, but we didn't. This year, we, yeah, it did. Okay. It did. It yeah. did. So that you know, that was fun to. to That's one of my favorite things loggers. we've ever done as a company. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was fun. That was, that was, really that was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. That's like something we can like hang our hat on, where it's like we did that, and no one else has ever done. That's right. And it's hard in this industry to like claim something like that. It was cool to we we really put the power to the people there. And 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 listen, I'm not saying that we're influential. That's not what I'm saying. Well, the, I'm not saying we're not. Yeah. But but uh, a lot of people have come out with a light logger since we announced oh, storyteller. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. It's true. Um. So, on that note, uh, before we get into the last thing, and then we'll wrap up. Chase, give me give me one beer coming out of. So Bel Air is what we've affectionately named our R and D room. Can right? I pitch so something really quick? Please go for it. This can continue to fall to the bottom of the list. <laughs> But I want it on the list. <laughs> I had one of the best beers I've had in a really long time the other day, and it was a Baltic Porter. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I know that you guys would crush that. 
Uh, I know Matt's I, been wanting to uh, to do that. I know we do Broby, and that might be. Do you want to do consumer. like a non-adjunct, just a just Baltic a porter? Straight Baltic I lo- porter. I, I love that idea. I had one the other day. It was magical, and mm. like we could find a way for it to be uh, on the opposite side of uh, Broby. Even though I think Broby and a Baltic porter would be fairly different, but I think that would be another cool like. Um, education piece as well I where it. it pops up on tap lists here and there but i think largely people don't know that that's basically a lagered porter um but so so good i know you guys would crush it so so give me give me one more give, give me something chase like what's a recipe you have you give me the or answer because if Rauch, not i'm gonna like, say it do like it a, i'm gonna do it for you like a Ralph munich hellas okay yeah. so, uh, Ooh, yeah. I, I really want to do a smoked beer I mean, mine's a Maybach, but I can't wait yeah, for you to do your fun. smoked jalapeno porter yeah, you've been talking one. about for yeah. literally the entire time yeah, I've known it's you. It's got to be called Frank's, but yeah. That's, I don't care what yeah. we call it. You call yeah. it whatever you want. Yeah, that was one of my old old homebrew uh, <laughs> recipes yeah, back Jen, in the is day. there something you're excited about seeing coming out of that smaller room? I'd like to have another Pilsner at some point. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. I like I like the I Pilsners it. that we've done. I can do that. <laughs> Any loggers. Any loggers. And yeah. an, I would like just a different I would a, love a different stout too. I love I love auto, but just like yeah. a just like a base stout. I agree. Yeah, like a, maybe like oatmeal point. stout maybe. Or a milk oh, stout. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that would that. be yeah. an oatmeal stout would be awesome. That yeah. would be fun. Great. Yeah. I like oatmeal stout. That sounds great. Um as we uh, as we wrap up here, I'm going to give uh, all of you one more chance uh, just to just to go through like a, as we move into year six, which is crazy to think about, right? Right, yeah. year six. What's the thing you're most excited about? What are you excited about? If if somebody came up to you in the streets and they're just like, "Man, you guys have crushed it," uh, what's coming? What are you excited about? Uh, I'll start while you guys think about <laughs> okay. it. We're so excited. I know. I know. Um, I am excited to see what people uh, think about us as a restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I'm you excited to see what you, we think about us as a restaurant. <laughs> um, listen, we're, we're... We're not making the food, all right? Yeah, we're, we're incredibly grateful to Brew River and what they yeah, do for us. Absolutely. So this is not about them. Um, absolutely not. This is not in, in nowhere near uh, any sort of negative spin about Brew River. Um, we could not have done what we did to start our company without them. Yeah. So I just want to level set that. Um, that said, um, Ian Moxley, who everybody um, that is a fan of us will get to know very soon, uh, is a big personality. He's a lot of fun. I've spent a lot of time with him over the last month. Good guy. He's um, a lot of fun. He's our executive chef. Um, and he has aspirations to be more than just our executive chef in Westchester. He wants to be a culinary expert. He wants to be our culinary director. He wants to grow. Um, and we do too, um, and and that's who that's who our company is 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 continuing to grow and continuing to get better. And we don't hire um, stagnant. Or thank you for saying employees. that. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's hard to in this like small group team that we have. You said seventy employees, but um, you know it's it's a it's a small team accomplishing a lot, and Absolutely. it's really hard to do that if you don't have folks that are ready, willing, and excited about what's next. Thank you for saying that. That's exactly right. I appreciate that. Um, when, when the three of us would have sat together in 2016, I would have said something very clear. I would have taken the ground. We're not restaurateurs. <laughs> we know beer, and, and we feel like we know beer pretty well, and we, and we feel like we know data, and we can do this right. Um, the way the natural evolution has gone is, is we've kind of become that. And that's okay. I'm excited about it, to be honest with you. I, I had an awesome conversation with DH uh, from Country Boy, and, and they were kind of a natural same progression. And DH said to me, because I, I said that statement to him, I said, I said, I'm nervous. I said, we're not restaurateurs. He goes, yeah, you are. He said, you just don't even realize it. He goes, he goes people that have been coming into your brewery for five years have been coming in there for food and beer. So you're a restaurateur. Yeah. You just yeah. haven't controlled it. And so I'm excited uh, to let Ian flap his wings. He's been a sous chef for a long time. He's a great leader. I'm already seeing it. I've watched him. I've witnessed him do interviews. He's a great leader. And to be able to, be able to see him showcase his creative talents and, and share that with people is going to be awesome. I've, I've uh, probably gained more weight than I'm proud of over the last couple of weeks just, just eating some food. I'm trying to run more so that I don't. Um, I'm not running enough to offset it. Um, it's going to be awesome. And, and that personally is what I'm most excited about. And that, and that kind of, 
you know, you can encompass that into a lot of things. I'm excited about the growth of our company, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about the idea that I can take my friends and my family and other people out for dinner and know that it's my business. Yeah. And I think I, if I we, you know, we, we have our core values and you that's know, right. we stick with those and, you know, lead with those first, I think we'll be successful. I agree. Yeah. The creativity of our team, which carries into the tagline that we always use is uniquely crafted and, and it carries into food as well. And, mm-hmm. and beer and food are such a natural that's right. pair together. And um, yes, we aren't. We didn't necessarily come into this with this in mind, but um, I'm happy that it's falling in line. And, and I'm happy us. that we have we have this leadership team in place that is willing to be flexible to continue to do what we need to do to grow our company. All right, so I stole the easy one. Good luck, guys. Uh, what else are you excited about? <laughs> I, I'm excited to have a new person on my team. I, Danny's been awesome. yeah, peace, Danny. absolutely See amazing. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for Danny's new role as well. But I am excited yeah. to have uh, just again, absolutely a, yeah. another creative spirit and to see where that spirit yeah. leads us. Um, there's a sure. hundred ways to get anywhere, right? But you know, with the right person, hopefully that those talents that that person brings will uh, just bring a freshness to absolutely. our message to the public and. Um, that's my. I, I would be remiss not to say also just a huge thank you to Haley and her team because Haley could not have done all the amazing work that she's done setting up the tap house without yes. the people on her team stepping yes. up when she asked them to step up and and they really and noticing when to do took so. the reins and said yeah yeah we can do that for you and so that, that that's been a huge part when you're over there and you visit that tap house and um, yep you'll you'll know you'll see um, Haley's hand and. A lot of the details over there, so it's pretty amazing. I I'm think excited t- about I think that. Tyler heard you. Uh, yeah, he just wooed from downstairs. <laughs> I, I Tyler's my favorite woo girl. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt. He's the only woo girl, right? I think Haley has, um, and this is, um, I, I think she has grown more than any more than any leader in our company in the last twelve months. And that's not that's not to say she wasn't already a great leader before. It's the fact that we we as a company threw so much at her so fast, and we asked her to become an executive leader and she grew faster than anybody I've ever seen. Um, and it's very obvious and it's very evident and we as a company wouldn't be with where we are without her. Um, and I'm excited to see, to, to piggyback on that, I'm excited yeah. to see where her role takes us as we go to location three, four, five, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Chase, what about you? Uh, I'm excited. We've... Um Revelance is under construction That's now good, yeah. across the is street that how from you say it? Yeah, Revelance. I thought it was Revelance. 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 Uh, yeah, so we're going to have. Yeah, they're going to do exciting. a lot of really I cool things. Excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited uh, for our space that's going to be over there. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of tight on space in here. So I'm excited for uh, the 900 square feet of space, what, eight, I guess 800 square feet of space over there um, for barrel aging so we can start dropping more uh, unique barrel aged beers. Mm um and the tap room they're gonna have over there yeah. and the event space yep. and yeah i mean there's there's a lot over there that that changes our company absolutely yeah and it gives us potential office space so that we can open this up for more tap room space yeah. i'm excited to do uh an expansion to our building as well i'm hoping that we probably if you're listening lcnb that's exactly right yeah we, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna expand this place baby yeah. i'm hoping like by the end of next fall we're kind of starting to get into starting construction that. yeah mm-hmm. mode um Great. yeah because we need more cold storage and dry storage space um and i have some visions of uh, getting set up for some outdoor uh brett beer tanks down the road so mm. could you guys imagine like i don't know like i'm gonna make up a number of like a hundred foot tall tanks chase <laughs> <laughs> that you see, from, that you see from, so- from from 71 yeah, i feel sorry if we're has to go on top of those tanks um <laughs> 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 uh, well thank you guys um this went a little bit longer than I actually anticipated, but I, I, I just am so thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for you as listeners. I'm thankful for the three of you around the table with me. Um, another year around the sun for Sonder, and um, in some ways it was our most challenging, and in other ways it was our most rewarding. And I think, I think I'm pretty confident um, year six will be even better. That's what we always Year say. six, yeah. let's go. So. 
thank you guys. Um, thanks as always for being partners with us and thank the three of you for being partners with me and my life. And, um, Thank you. Thank you. We'll uh, see you all in the next episode. I don't know when it is. Let's go. We'll make it happen soon, but we'll see you. (laughs) Episode 100. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. All right.